You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, and host of the Pelicans official Twitch show over at Twitch.com slash PelicansNBA today. 5 p.m. Central. Make sure you watch it. Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this whatever day of the week it is. Thursday edition of Locked On Pelicans. A game day here in the Crescent City as the Pelicans take on the Utah Jazz. We'll preview that game coming up in the third segment of the show. But before that, we've got some news and that news is zion williamson today uh vice president of basketball operations david griffin spoke to the media to give an update on zion's return we have a date that we want to circle in pencil and a date that we weren't guessing at either so i'll give you an update on what that is takeaways from david griffin and what he said because there were a number of really interesting things so zion focused here and then we'll get into the utah jazz game so let's do it in today's edition of locked on pelicans so put it on the calendar we have a target date for zion's return it is gonna be january 22nd a week from yesterday so now we can start counting down six days away from when we expect to see zion's debut with the New Orleans, Pelic- New Orleans Pelicans, at least in the regular season. He played all of preseason, averaging 23.3 points per game, 6.5 rebounds, and 1.5 steals, while shooting over 71% from the floor. He was really good. He also kind of capped that off with 29 points, scoring on around over Rudy Gobert in the Utah Jazz in the final preseason game. The hype around Zion is very real, and now we can finally see it during the regular season. David Griffin himself spoke to the media after practice yesterday wanting to address some of the rumors of dates and realizing that just the narrative around the team was starting to become kind of a little bit too much. And he said, and this is the quote, quote, our anticipation is that he'll play his first game on the 22nd at home versus San Antonio, end quote. Now, this is dependent on a couple of other things, and we kind of thought that maybe his debut would be tonight or potentially on Saturday before the Pelicans hit the road and then come back home. But part of it is, is that they need him to, or they want him to go through a few more practices. Zion himself says he could play, but the team, and this is going to lead into some of the other comments that David Griffin said, wanted to be absolutely sure that they were going to put him in the best position to succeed. And we talked about some of it uh, yesterday on the show, but we can dive into things a little bit more now. And David Griffin said, quote, based on today's practice, which was not terribly intense because we're still somewhat the walking wounded, we're going to try to continue to get him some reps in practice. We hope to have a slightly more intensive practice on either the 17th or 19th. If all goes well from that, and assuming he's cleared by then, which he is not quite yet, our anticipation is he'll play his first game on the 22nd at home against San Antonio, end quote. So they've wanted him to practice, but the problem is this team is really banged up. 
I don't know if Drew Holiday's really going through full-on games or full-on practices, whether Derek Favors is either, whether J.J. Redick is either, and they're all going to be listed as game-time decisions, at least as of this morning, so you'll likely get an update on that later. So they haven't been able to just kind of have the full-on practice that they want to try and have and to kind of ramp up content, uh, contact and activity for Zion Williamson to really gauge where he's at. And that seems to be what maybe has delayed this a little bit longer than what we were hoping it was potentially going to be. But this seems all like it's a really good thing. And we'll talk about some of the other really good things that David Griffin said in the next segment here. But I think what's interesting is what he says here, and it's, quote, the nature of his injury wasn't such that that was called for, he said, referring to, would Zion not play at all this season? Quote, Zion knew from the very beginning that he was going to be able to play, and he wanted to play. It was never a thought that he wasn't going to play, end quote. Reggie Miller, take note of this, please. This is why I tell you all, you should listen to me on this. You should listen to the guys from the Bird Rights, Bourbon Street Shots, if you want your news from the Pelicans. This also goes for, and probably more so, these guys, Andrew Lopez, Will Guillory of the of ESPN and The Athletic, um, respectively, Christian uh, Clark, who's over now with The Advocate, Scott Kushner, who's been here forever doing all of this. Don't worry about what the national media is saying. They're not nearly as close to the situation as the really good group we have covering this team on a daily and sometimes hourly basis. So make sure you listen to them and and go to them to be your source, any of those names that I mentioned, when you want to know more about what's going on with this team. Reggie Miller doesn't know shit in a way of saying it, and people down here do. So Zion was always going to play this year, and I've had a lot of people ask me that question because it kind of makes sense given what Blake Griffin's gone through, and they st- and he spoke about this, David Griffin did, at practice saying that was just an entirely different thing. But also, people just wonder, do you hold him out? That doesn't do you any good. That doesn't do Zion any good. He's only going to get better by playing. You're only going to kind of figure some things out by being out there on the court. And I said it yesterday too. You're only going to get in game shape by playing. You don't get that any other way. It's different when you're going through bursts. And that's something that they talked about. And again, we'll talk about that coming up here, whether there's going to be a minutes restriction or anything like that. Um, So yeah, we know what we're talking about here. No one else seems to, which is fine because you've got some really good, uh, really good group of people who are covering the team. So coming up here in a moment, we will talk about other things he said about Zion Williamson. Minutes restrictions, that was kind of an intriguing one as well, as well as a couple of other comments. But before we get to that, we are deep in the heart of the NFL playoffs. Basketball season is at the midway point for most teams. College ball is going. And if you're the type of fan that knows all of those sports so well, you could basically pick any game and call it. Well, MyBookie is the place for you because they let you turn all of your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. That's right. It's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with MyBookie. You can bet a little to try and win a lot with a parlay or straight up pick the winner that you just know is going to win. Look, I took LSU minus five in this national championship game, hypothetically, of course. It was nice to be able to do so. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. And if you're tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain, mybookie wants to get your mind off everything else and focused back on that game. And and if you join right now, mybookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. 
That means if you deposit 2000 bucks, you get an extra thousand free money right there to play and bet with. Just use promo code locked on NBA, L O N B A to activate the offer. Once again, that is promo code L O locked on NBA. That's what it is. L O C K E D O N N B A locked on NBA to take advantage of my bookies generous signup offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. So continuing our focus on Zion Williamson and his return to the court tentatively January 22nd, basically less than a week away, six days. It is very, very exciting. So David Griffin talked a little bit about what they've seen from him so far. And he says, quote, yesterday, the work Zion did was as good as I've seen him to this point. Better than he was in the preseason. We feel like he will be a bigger, better version of himself, a healthier version of himself going forward, end quote. If you're a fan of the Pelicans or just the NBA as a whole, that either is going to make you the happiest person ever or absolutely terrified. We already laid out his numbers in the preseason, over 23 points per game, seven rebounds off steal and a half while shooting over 71% from the field. And you're going to get better than that? Sign me the hell up for a rookie like that. Might be too late to make a run at John Morant for rookie of the year, to be honest. But if he plays lights out, these next 41 games or whatever less than it is 40 games let's call it he could get into the running I think that would be pretty good for missing more than half of the regular season so they think Zion's in a better spot than he was before and I think this is one of the reasons why they've skipped and missed the initial timeline it just sets him up for a little bit more success I think Again, this was supposed to be six to eight weeks. We're over three months now, so we are well past that timeline, close to double that timeline. And I think it's okay and not really that big of a deal. I think this is kind of one of those situations where you look at it, and if it means he's going to have more success, be better suited to handle the beating that his body will take at times in the NBA, then it's cool with it then I think they did the right thing here. And uh, David Griffin talked about that. He said, my job isn't to stick to the initial timeline. It's to put Zion in the best position to succeed. I get the frustration of it. I'd also hope we have a trust level right now that says we're going to do the right thing for the kid long term. That's what we made the determination to do. They feel that everything they're doing, delaying his return to the action or his debut out on the court, is only going to set him up for more long-term success. We have not been around a front office here in New Orleans that thinks about the long term in a very, well, long time. It's kind of refreshing to see this. There was heat on this team early on from ticket holders, from fans just around the world that you wanted to see Zion. They weren't winning. Again, a 13-game losing streak will do that. And they stuck to their process, their vision, and what they thought is best for him and said, we don't care. We'll keep losing if it means we take the right approach with Zion Williamson. And now it sounds like he'll be better. And I think that's only a good thing. Yes, you need to wait for him to get in game shape and you only get that by playing. But it also means he won't wear down nearly as easily. And you can keep him out there on the court maybe longer. Or you won't risk sort of other little things creeping up. Not that I'm really worried about this um, whatsoever having any sort of reoccurrence. But here's the real interesting part with it. And that's that there is no minute restriction on him right now. That isn't to say that he's going to come out and play 36 minutes during this. They talked about it in terms of bursts and playing little bits here and there and they're going to judge it game by game but there's no kind of artificial cap on him saying well he's at 20 minutes right now so we've got to take him out 
Or he's played 18 minutes, so we're only going to put him in the game for two minutes. Maybe you go over that. Maybe he isn't good enough right now, game shape, what have you, any other thing, and you play him less than that. They said they're going to take it kind of on a game-by-game basis and kind of just see how he's doing. I think bursts, the word David Griffin used, is pretty appropriate here. It's likely how he's going to be out there on the court, whether he starts or comes off the bench. And you would assume at this point it's going to be coming off the bench maybe for the first game or two. Um, But then he will be in the starting lineup sooner rather than later because you do want to get data on how he fares with guys like Lonzo Ball, who Uh, You know, those two developed some pretty good chemistry in preseason, but also Brandon Ingram, more importantly. Not that it matters because you're giving Brandon Ingram the max anyway, but still, you'd like to see these two meshing well together on the court, or if maybe eventually you need to move on from, I guess at this point, it would be Ingram. So they're going to see how he plays when he gets out on the court. He's probably going to be some sort of damn dervish out there. And if he plays five minutes and looks winded, they'll pull him. If he's not winded after five minutes, they might leave him in. And I think they're going to kind of see how this goes, meaning it will have an unpredictable impact on the rotation. I spoke about that yesterday saying I don't think that's a big deal because the rotation has been you know, in flux all year long with a lot of these injuries. Some guys are starting, some guys are not. Sometimes they're playing because there are people injured. Sometimes they're out of the rotation entirely. It's just going to be about Zion and what's best for him and then putting four guys around him that make a lot of sense. And I think that's kind of what you're going to see. So the good news is no minutes restriction means they feel pretty damn confident in what he can do. And that probably speaks to him being a better version of himself than he was in preseason. And I assume what they mean by that really is just better suited to the wear and tear of an NBA regular season. But Zion's been in good spirits about this. It sounds like he's anxious to get out there. And finally, finally he can. And everyone can stop asking, when is Zion playing? I hear that more often than I would care to. It sounds like Alvin Gentry before every game was. I mean, I've been there. He is getting asked constantly and every practice. It's what everyone's talking about at the arena before the games. We know. That's really cool. We're going to see Zion in six days. We can basically start a countdown now. I cannot wait. And I've seen ticket prices now for that San Antonio Spurs game shoot up dramatically as everyone wants to be in the Smoothie King Center for his NBA debut. So do you have questions about Zion Williamson? Do you want them answered maybe live in the moment at 5 p.m. Central today? Because you can over at the Pelicans official Twitch channel, the official Twitch show, basically like first of its kind in the NBA, by the way, is going to be live on the fly 5 p.m. before the game. Gus Kattengill of ESPN Radio 100.3 FM and myself, we're going to be live from the court doing this, taking your questions, your comments on Twitch in the chat, reading them out there, answering what you want to know, whether it's Zion, whether it's Drew, whether it's Brandon Ingram, whether it's Derek Favors. Anything like that, we will take your questions, your comments. So give us your opinion on Zion, what you're hoping to see. We'll answer what questions you have about him too. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. We're going to be talking about the defense and the improvement. It's a more visual medium than a podcast is. So I've got clips to show you, play breakdowns, to really look at how this team has started to come together over their past 13 games. Twitch.com slash PelicansNBA, 5 p.m. Central. Tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see you there. 
So it's a game day here in the Crescent City as the Pelicans take on the Utah Jazz. Just a week ago, these two teams played on January 6th. So what, two weeks ago? Whatever it is now. Um, a little over a week ago. I'm getting my days confused here. It was a 128-126 win for the Jazz on a no call in the last final shot of the game on Brandon Ingram. What should have been a foul by Rudy Gobert allowing the Jazz to escape with a two-point victory when the game rightfully should have gone to overtime. The Utah Jazz right now, just on a 10-game winning streak, they just have the third best record in the NBA um, currently. They have a top uh, 11 offense, a top 10 defense. They've been really, really good, particularly when Rudy Gobert is out there on the court. We know what Donovan Mitchell can do. 24 points per game, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Gobert averaging 15 and 15 per game, doing it while shooting 68% from the field. Bojan Bogdanovic has been a great free agent signing for them. 21 points, four rebounds, two assists, and we know what Joe Ingles could, can do. He's averaging 11, four, and five, and he's doing it while shooting 43% from deep. Uh, Bogdanovic, by the way, is shooting from deep 41%, so they can bomb it and score that way. Still no Mike Conley for this team, but they've been good otherwise. They're also so good defensively, they don't need to do a ton on offense and they can win even in very low scoring sloppy offensive games because well they make it very difficult to score on them but the Pelicans did a good job in this one in the last game that these two teams played they were led by Brandon Ingram 35 points on the night Lonzo Ball 21 JJ Redick 23 doing this all without Drew Holiday so I think they feel pretty confident that they can come in and maybe beat the Utah Jazz and end this winning streak they're gonna need to shoot the three ball well if they want to do that. They were 12 of 31 in the game last week. Uh, that's 39% from deep. You saw the Utah Jazz also shoot well from there, but if you want to stay in the game, you got to bomb it a little bit from three, and that's going to be a way that New Orleans can keep up with the Jazz um, in this one because it's tough to score inside with that team. The Pelicans need to get better defensively. The Jazz scoring 128 points is a lot for them. That really came because you had Joe Ingles who went out and scored 22 points, Bogdanovich with 35, and just burned the uh, the Pelicans on that wing pick-and-roll action. I'm going to be talking about the pick-and-roll defense that we've seen from the Pelicans. It's been improved. I'm going to be talking about this on the Twitch show today, so if you want to see some video of it, I'm going to be breaking it down there. But because these guys are such good shooters – yeah, the teams are a little bit scared of them, so you play them a little bit differently in the pick and roll. You go above screens, which the Pelicans like to do anyway in the pick and roll, and try and take it away. But doing that against some really good three-point shooters in these guys, Bogdanovich was 3 of 9, Joe Ingles was 4 of 5. I don't need a lot of space to get that shot off, similar to J.J. Redick. you got to look at that kind of here. The bigger thing was you had Favors really dealing with Gobert down low and unable to really kind of step out and take away the drive, which he's been good at doing this year, the the ball handler. Uh, and that let those guys kind of drive and get to the rim and score almost at will at times. You've got to limit that if you want to have a chance to win this game, and it can be kind of tough. Those two guys have been pretty good. Joe Ingles, I think the other night, last night, two nights ago, put up like a uh, season high in points, 20-something. So they're kind of clicking in all the right moments. But look, this last game, when they played last Monday, we didn't think the Pelicans had a chance. They played exceptionally well and really took it to it and should have been in overtime. 
And you know what? Now that you know Zion Williamson's coming back, maybe you get Drew Holiday back in this one. It could be they come out and play very well. There doesn't seem to be much quit in this team despite injuries, despite circumstances. And if they get some of those guys back, well then, yeah, they should be right in this one. But if they don't have Derek Favors, it'll be a little bit interesting. Though um, Jalil Okafor played well, but we'll see. So I don't want to call anything just yet till we find out who's playing in this one. But you know what? It should be a fun time. And there's going to be a new bounce in everyone's step in the Smoothie King Center knowing Zion's coming back. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Very excited that we got a date for Zion's return. Excited about the Twitch show tonight, 5 p.m. before the game. Uh, Twitch.com slash Pelicans NBA or get it on the Twitch app and watch it from your phone outside in the beer garden or at the arena or wherever you are. Just don't do all your driving, maybe. So as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And we'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.